Immediate. Would you listen? Jack, Jack, this is Jack Squat. Jackpot. Or so the Germans would have us believe. Your Jack FM morning show with Scotch. Oh, this headline grabbed me. One in five people have eaten food out of the trash. <gasps> what the hell? I'll just eat some trash. What a strange stat that unites us, or at least 20% of us. One in five people admit that they've eaten food out of the trash before. So that doesn't mean that you went dumpster diving necessarily. Maybe you just threw away a half a donut and then you reconsidered, decided to lift it back out of there and take a bite. Most common reason people gave for eating trash was eh, it looked perfectly fine, in their opinion. Well, you, my friend, have crossed the line that divides man and bum. <laughs> you are now a bum. You are now a bum. This is a stat that I think is even more disturbing. The poll also found that one in six people have eaten food while sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. I know that's when my appetite is at its peak. <laughs> All those wonderful smells. Uh, here's another stat. 41% of dog owners working from home say that they will miss their dogs more than their children when they go back to work, which makes total sense once you consider anything from today's list of the top five reasons we like our dogs more than our kids. Here we go. The dog never ruins our weekend to watch his t-ball game. Ain't that the truth. When's the last time the dog made us listen to Encanto? <laughs> Number three, nobody judges us for making the dog sleep in a crate. <laughs> number two, the dog doesn't steal our weed and then smoke it in the basement. And the number one reason we like our dogs more than our kids? A tennis ball is a hell of a lot cheaper than a PS5. So many reasons to like our pets more than our children. We've got more on the way here on 1019 Jack FM. Give me a roll. Stand by. Humpity, humpity, Hump day, halfway through the work week. If I was an emoji, I'd be a big smiley face right now. Although, could using too many emojis at work prevent you from getting promoted? Yes! yes! A new study says that it's possible. Researchers in Tel Aviv found that people who use emojis in work emails or things like Slack messages tend to be seen as less authoritative. And it doesn't matter what your role is. Even CEOs look weaker if they use them a lot. The authors of the study said that you don't need to avoid them entirely, but it might be a good idea to consider the context of the email first and then only use them sparingly. So if you're throwing around those emojis all willy-nilly, I would think twice about it. Uh, once again, the social media influencers are doing stupid things and influencing people in stupid ways. They're using methylene blue, which is that, a dye that you often see in, in fish tank cleaner. And they're claiming that it offers an array of health benefits and doctors are not happy. Methylene blue is not harmless. It can cause destruction of red blood cells in people with G6PD deficiency, causing potentially life-threatening hemolysis. As an FDA warning, because it interacts with people's antidepressants to cause something called serotonin syndrome, which is potentially fatal as well. Not to mention it can discolor your skin and bodily fluids. You hear that? Don't take health advice from TikTok. These social media influencers don't know what they're talking about. Turn your bodily fluids blue? No, thank you. That's good stuff. What else you got? The morning show that doesn't judge you. How you doing? It is Scotch here in the Jack FM studios. Oh, those nutty pranksters. A front yard display outside the home of Hope Church Pastor Paul Knight. Was not va- vo- was not voluntary. Somebody put a massive Kmart sign in his front lawn. 
How'd you like that? Wake up one morning, there's the huge K out in your lawn. It's believed to be from the former Kmart building on South Washington Street in Grand Forks, which they're redeveloping. So uh, Paul went on the news and asked the pranksters to take it away. I don't know who to call because I don't know who put it up. So I'm kind of making a general announcement. The people who are responsible for this, you're welcome to remove it anytime. My wife hopes it's gone by June. He says he has no clue who put it up, but says he suspects it was done by somebody at church. Very funny. A self-proclaimed homeless male model out of Florida was caught uh, fondling the flagpole in front of other people at a Starbucks. It's disgusting. I don't want to ever go back, and it'll always be in the back of my head. That's audio from a woman who was able to record the incident firsthand. She was she was live and on the scene and used her phone to record him. Uh, her name is Alyssa DeMaria. The guy who was engaging in the fist-pumping action allegedly refused to comply with cops' orders, and they shot him with a dart-firing stun gun. <laughs> Takes all types, I guess. What are you doing with your morning coffee? <laughs> That's my voice. It is with great irony that I run across this story. Actually, not ironic. I guess it would be a coincidence. I don't know. I know the difference between coincidence and irony. I guess it would be coincidence because irony is when something is the exact opposite of its literal meaning. <laughs> what do I know? I'm not an English professor. Anyway, do you ever catch yourself doing this just to avoid a real conversation? I did it yesterday. Somebody walks up to you and says, hey, how have you been? And your go-to answer is fine. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Even when things have been terrible, you'll say, oh, I'm fine. Uh, yesterday, I wasn't having the greatest day. It certainly wasn't a fine day, but a new poll found that when somebody asks you how you've been, you usually say fine. 70% of people will say I'm fine on autopilot without even thinking, mainly because it's easier than explaining why you're not fine, right? Because if you say, ugh, not the greatest, or I'm having a hell of a day, people are going to go, oh, really? oh, what's going on? And then you're weighed with the burden of explaining how your day is going. I usually do it because I think the person is just being polite, not really asking how we've been. And because we don't want to come across as being negative. I'd rather seem like an upbeat person than, than weigh this person down with all of my issues. <laughs> but we do it a lot. The average person says they're fine about four times a day or 28 times a week, according to the survey. And we're lying 38% of the time. We are not fine. But do you really want to be that person that responds by unloading on them? Two-thirds said they wouldn't even answer honestly if their closest friend asked. When we are honest and say how things or say that things have been rough, people aren't quite sure how to handle it. In the back of their mind, they're like, oh man, did I open up a can of worms? <laughs> Almost 40% said an answer like that makes them feel awkward or like they need help somehow. Please stop! Can you at least stab me in my ear? Anyway, how you doing? Fine. The joy of too much music. So, you know, some of the, there's some real dopes out there, aren't there? And you hear these stories. I don't know if drugs lowered this idiot's IQ or if he was just born this way, but this is so dumb. And I just ran across this uh, a couple of minutes ago. Uh, could we cut to the chase? A 41-year-old near Tampa named Thomas Colucci called 911 last Thursday and asked him if they would come test his drugs. <gasps> test my drugs. Like illegal drugs. He said he bought meth from a guy, but then he did some and it didn't feel like meth. Felt a little off, so he thought they might be bath salts. He called the cops, described himself as an experienced drug drug user who would know the difference. And he wanted the cops to arrest the guy who sold it to him because, they, because he lied. 
What a moron. So not surprisingly, when the cops showed up, he handed them two baggies that contained a, quote, crystalline substance, and then he was surprised when they arrested him for it. What did he think was going to happen? He got out on bond the next day, and he's facing charges for felony drug possession. The dumbest part is they did eventually test the drugs he gave them, and guess what? What? It was not bath salts. It was indeed meth. And now you know the rest, the rest of, of the, the story. story. Have you ever been in this situation? How many times has this happened to you? You're, you're pretty much done with a relationship, but the other person doesn't know it yet, and their birthday or Christmas is coming up. So, naturally, you really don't want to spend serious money on a gift, considering what's about to go down. Somebody on Reddit just came up with the perfect solution. Now, granted, before you think I'm the sleazebag, they posted this in the subreddit called Unethical Life Pro Tips, which means it's borderline shady, but still, if you're a cheap bastard, I guess this would be a good call. Their advice is... Give the person a book of homemade coupons <laughs> for things like dinner at a fancy restaurant, a romantic weekend, uh, or a free back rub, that sort of thing, future concert. That way, the gift seems super generous and thoughtful, but then when you break up, they don't actually cash in on any of those gifts, and you are not out on any of your cash. And, and, and hey, if you do decide to stay in the relationship after all, They'll never know that the coupons were a pre-dumping gift and you can actually do all that stuff together like you promised. It's a win-win. And you don't ruin anybody's birthday. Today's day in history. I look back at a few of the significant things that have happened on March 16th throughout history, like way back 172 years ago in 1850, Nathaniel Hawthorne published his classic adultery tale, The Scarlet Letter. Not to be confused with The Scarlet Pumpernickel. <laughs> the Scarlet Pumpernickel by Daffy Dumas Duck. Chapter 1. Once upon a time. Great opening, huh? 51 years ago in 1971 at the 13th Annual Grammy Awards, Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Water, won Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Contemporary Song, Best Arrangement by Accompanying Vocalist, and Best Engineered Record. That's six awards. Carpenters won Best New Artist, and Martin Luther King Jr. won a Grammy for Best Spoken Word Recording for Why I Opposed the War in Vietnam. <laughs> 31 years ago in 1991, Eddie Van Halen and Valerie Bertinelli had a bouncing baby boy in L.A. who they named Wolfgang, after Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Robert Blake found not guilty of the 2001 murder of his wife, Bonnie Bakley, on this date 17 years ago in 2005. In 2012, George Clooney, arrested for protesting outside the Sudan Embassy in Washington, D.C., he was charged with disorderly crossing a police line. And finally, five years ago in 2017, Ray Davies of the Kinks was knighted at Buckingham Palace by Prince Charles. Just a few things that happened on this day. Last day in history. Isn't that dumb? Okie dokie, this one comes to you from the Great White North. Good old Canada. Americans are not the only ones that have to deal with stupid criminals. It's also happening to our very apologetic neighbors to the north. Police in Canada arrested a man who was, who was uh, wreaking havoc in Victoria on Monday afternoon. This guy was rollerblading through downtown carrying a hockey stick, which he was using to bang on garbage cans and hit windows of businesses. And then things really crossed the line when the rollerblading man chased a woman and stole her toque. 
For those of you who didn't watch The Great White North on SCTV, that is Canadian for stocking cap. I learned that from Bob and Doug. That's the, a beanie with a pom-pom on the top. So this guy, rollerblading along, carrying a hockey stick, grabs the woman's toque. The woman was not injured, just sad about her stolen toque, I would imagine. When the police arrived, the thief rollerbladed around the police car before being taken into custody. He's now looking at a robbery charge. And I would have to say the only thing that would make this crime more Canadian would be if he was arrested by a Mountie. <laughs> A hockey stick wielding roller blading toque stealer. <laughs> How Canadian can you get? There you go, there's your stupid criminals. So that's our topic for today the Great White North. So good day. What an education, eh? Say good day. <laughs> good day. Okay, that's enough. We're gonna pull the plug on this bit.